Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chat with Matt. Episode 55, we've got Tony Jeffries. Tony Jeffries, he's a former Olympian. He's a former pro- professional boxer. He owns two of California's biggest boxing gyms. And he's also got his own boxing certification, which he has brought to Australia and traveled the world with. So looking forward to one day hopefully getting him in the gym to teach his cert. Um, we spoke about business, how this COVID's affected his business, how he's had to close down, how mindset's everything, and how patience is king. He talks about his social media strategy. He's got a pretty big following, over 200,000 clients, and he tells you how he's done it solely through patience day by day. Guys, if you haven't left a five-star rating review on Apple iTunes, please do so. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend. And if you'd like my free 31-page ebook on how to reverse diet, how to eat more and lose more, link's in the bio. Have a great day. All right, Tony Jeffries, thanks for joining me, brother. Thank you for having me on this beautiful podcast. I'm so happy to be here. How are you doing during this time, bro? I'm doing good, you know. I'm so I own two gyms in in West Los Angeles, co own two gyms here, and the gyms are closed down. The business is went to shit. Uh, I've lost a lot of money in different projects that I was putting on, but I'm happy and I'm positive because I'm healthy and my family's healthy, and that's the most important thing right now in life, you know. So I'm happy, I'm positive. Uh, yeah, everything is good. Life is good. I love that, man. Yeah, and, um, you're Olympian, man. You're a boxer. Uh, yeah. yeah Take I mean, us uh, How did it start? Ooh, how did the boxing start? So I started boxing in, I think, 1995 when I was 10 years old. I'm 35 years old now. Um, and uh, my granddad was uh, loved boxing. His son, my uncle, was a professional boxer. And when I, when I, even when I, when I went to walk, I was two years old, and my granddad used to have his punching on his hands. And then I got took to the gym when I was 10. Didn't like it, but I kept going. Then I stopped, realized I was good. I won a national title when I was 13. Boxed for England when I was 15, another national title. And then it kind of kept going on and on and on. And then I ended up being a boxer and going to the Olympics and doing all sorts of crazy shit. <laughs> huge, man. And did you always have that thing in you to open up a business, man? How did that come about? Because I know a lot of boxers, man, they finish boxing and they haven't got that plan after it. Yeah. A lot of into depression because they're used to just grinding every day and then when that stops an injury comes or something happens exactly no i didn't i got forced to retire from boxing with the bad hands hurt me hands surgery on both and uh, i needed something to do i was just moved to la at the time and uh the only thing i knew was boxing but i knew business as well i've always been a great businessman went into a boxing gym and Boxing fitness gym over here in LA, seeing it was doing well. I met my business partner, Kevin Watson. We left our gym, started a boot camp on the beach. And it kind of went, went from there, really. Uh, kind of, kind of, I fell into it, but I just started working hard towards it. When I retired from boxing, I put my energy, what I put into boxing to be a world-class athlete, into business, into fitness. And, it, and it's been easy ever since, even though it's, we've done a lot. But compared to boxing... And fighting for a living, getting punched in the face and training and dieting and all that stuff, the journey's been easy. Yeah. You know? Man, and, and it's, it's actually a tough gig, man. I want to be an amateur boxer at one stage. 
Oh, you did? Yeah, I was getting into the sparring and everything. Like I wanted my first fight, I was doing it for a couple of years. And then, um, man, I took a hit to the, to the liver. And then um, I, don't know, I go, man, maybe I'm not built for this shit. I had <laughs> for six weeks and then I just lost it after that, man. So it takes yeah. a um, kettle of fish. I was just going to say, man, do you get a lot of people coming in the gym? Because one thing I was told by, like, I'm, I'm pretty good with um, Solomon Egbrahim. I don't know if you know him. He was a former Nigerian Olympian. Right. Um, he poor sure. people. He's pretty big over here. But anyway, we're, we're pretty good, mate. He was training me for a bit. Um, and he said, like, a lot of people come into the gym and they got this mentality like, oh, you know, they're all tensed up all juiced up and they just want to fight, but brawlers don't last. It's so technical. Do you get a lot of people coming in the gym, a lot of testosterone and... Yeah, it is. But our gym's like, I think where I'm based in Los Angeles, it's a different sort of person. There's not like big roid heads or, 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 or there's not big muscle men who come to do boxing. They all go to uh, Gold's Gym, what's down the corner, Venice Beach, you know that muscle thing? Yeah. They're all down there. Uh, so, yeah, but we do get people coming to the gym who's like, they're loving the boxing for fitness because that's what it is. And then they think, oh, I want to fight. And they get punched in the face. And then it's like, maybe this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like what Mike Tyson said. Uh, oh, what was the quote I'm looking for? Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Exactly. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. And it's like, ah, oh, maybe this is not for me. But uh, you got in the ring and you did that and you had a couple of fights. So that's great. You know, I respect anyone who gets in the ring because it's a really nerve-wracking thing and it's probably one of the most loneliest places in the world when you're in that ring and and fighting someone so i respect anyone who gets in the ring and has a fight even if it's one fight and they realize it's not for them or if, it, if it's however many fights if it's a white collar fight i respect everyone because it takes a lot of bottle to get up there and, and do it yeah man definitely and just going into tyson man he's my man like i've named my dog after him oh really Absolutely. yeah Absolute savage. I think, man, where he's where he came from to what he got to. Yeah, he had a lot of problems, man. But in his prime, I think he could have matched it with anyone. Yeah, I was a, I was a few weeks ago. I was just looking through uh, like Mike Tyson interviews, and it's just like the most entertaining fighter. Doesn't even mean to be entertaining. Like you see, Floyd Mayweather, he comes and he's cocky and he's flashing and he's entertaining. But Mike Tyson doesn't even mean to be. He's just being himself, and he's just. He's just a savage and he's just really funny and entertaining, seeing crazy shit. Yeah, I love Mike Tyson. He's yeah. made me feel heavyweight. Did you end up seeing his Netflix um, skit he had on a couple of years ago? I didn't. Did you see it? Oh, man, it was great. He got up there. He's actually he's a real good speaker. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'll have to check, have to check it out. But uh, yeah, he's, he's great. He's, he's, gone, he's gone well. Now, um, Tony, so what's a day look like? So imagine this corona thing's not happening. What happens, mate? Are you in the gym? Are you still training people? Are you behind? Are you scheduling one-on-ones? Yeah. How do you work running a team? Yeah, I really try not to train people. I charge a really high premium if, if someone does want to train with us. So that kind of like, uh, that, that kind of prevents people from Because, you know, if, if, if I charged what the other trainers charge, I would be busy all day long. I don't want to be busy all day long. But if someone comes and gives me my rate... I'm fine, I'll train them for that. You know what I mean? Of course. I would, I would rather not, not train them. Uh, I'm not that passionate about training one-on-one clients. My passion is our education program, where I was in Sydney, like I told you before, I was in Sydney the last two years, teaching people how to teach boxing and helping them improve 
their careers and their lives through teaching boxing. So when you talk about my day-to-day, my day-to-day is kind of where I am right now in, in the office, which is in between both of our locations. Uh, I'm in the office working on the computer, uh, communicating with people. I've got over 50 employees, so I'm, I'm kind of in the leadership position, making decisions and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I, I, love, I love what I do. And my, my biggest passion now is trying to help other fitness pros have success in their in their industries and business owners as well. Now, what we've been doing with twice this year, uh, in once in February, once in March, we got flew out to different cities. Uh, we were in Chicago and we were in Boston, where the business owners brought us out, the gym owners, and we taught all their staff how to teach boxing. Now they're adding boxing programs to their gyms. Because boxing is the biggest trend in fitness right now, and that sort of thing is is uh, what I what I really love to do. You know, really look to do that. I love that, man. Man, let's speak about Box and Burn. So tell, t- like, like touch base on that a bit more. So what, what kind of programs do you offer? How's it work? Because, man, I'd absolutely love to have you in, man. Even yeah. my coaches will run something in the future. Yeah, I'm coming to your gym. And next, we were planning on being in, we've got a great connection in uh, Melbourne in November. And then coming to Sydney in November after that as well. Uh, but yeah, so at the, at the Box and Burn, so we've got the Box and Burn gyms, then we've got the Box and Burn Academy, it's two separate businesses. I'm a owner, co-owner of both of them. And uh, with, the, with, with the gyms, it's, it's, we've got fitness classes, uh, mainly boxing fitness, because that is like one of, if not the biggest trend in the fitness industry right now, everyone wants to do boxing. And then we've got the education program where we, like I say, we teach fitness professionals, gym owners, how to add boxing to their to their uh, gyms or PTs, how to add boxing to their skill set, so they can give clients boxing sessions. So that helps retain clients, you know. Because we've noticed there's a lot lot of personal trainers they lose clients to people who want to go and do boxing. They're like, oh, I want to do a boxing, and then the personal trainer will try it and he'll not have a clue, but he'll try it. And how are you and talking then, about holding the pen? Yeah, like they hold the pads where they're like this wide. You've done boxing, so you're not. The pads are this wide, and no one's head's this big. Uh, <laughs> and then they'll lose clients to that, unfortunately. But now we can help them improve their skill set by giving them our system, our successful system. And uh, yeah, we, we really help, help them, and it's a great thing. So next time we're in Sydney, we should definitely get together and uh, maybe do something. Oh, a thousand percent, man. I'd love to have you in. Nice one. Yeah, nice one. So man, who was your um, who was your favorite boxer growing up? My favorite boxer was uh, Roy Jones Jr. You know Roy Jones? Oh man, what a star! Yeah, amazing, amazing. And it's funny, I was at a I took to a UFC event the other week, and not the other week. It was it was about six months ago actually. And uh, one of my clients took me there, uh, some a high profile client, and then. The seat behind me was sitting Roy Jones. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like the seat right behind us. And I was like, shit, we're ringside. And uh, I turned around and I was like, mate, can I get a picture with you? And I never really asked people for pictures. And I got a picture with him and then I tagged him and then he followed me on Instagram. I'm like, yes. That was, oh, was amazing. He's a yeah. superstar. I think he went one too many, mate, in the end. Yeah, he did. He did. I was talking to a... Uh, the guy from Australia, Danny Green. Oh, yeah, Danny Green, man. Yeah, I was talking on Instagram uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, 
he reached out to me about something else. And then I was like, I recognize Danny Green by name. And then I looked him up and I was like, oh shit, he's the one who beat Roy Jones. Yeah, he's the one that knocked him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Aussie, the Aussie done it. But yeah, Roy Jones and Prince Nazim. No, them, them's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, Prince Nazim, yeah. Who, who got him in the Mexican? What was his name? Barrera. Barrera. Michael Barrera, yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah. yeah. That was a great story there, man. I'm a huge fan of um, Joe Kawasaki. Yeah, Kawasaki, great, great fight there. Another one who beat Roy Jones, yeah. Yeah, you know, but, but that was kind of at the back end of their careers, so. Yeah. How do you think that one would have gone early on? I don't know, maybe, uh, I, 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 I don't know, because uh, Kazaki was a beast. Uh, Roy Jones was obviously a beast as well. I would have probably said Roy Jones. I said Roy Jones before that fight, but you know, oh, that's the way it went. Then two days ago, I trained, done a virtual one-on-one training session with Sugary Leonard. Oh, man. Yeah, so, yeah, that was amazing to do as well. Just me and him on the computer talking to each other, like, like we are now on a Zoom call. And I took him through a session, which was a boxing fitness session, which was a bit, little bit crazy, taking Sugar Ray, tell, like talking about jabbing and exhaling when you're punching and turning your hips, because it's Sugar Ray Leonard. And yeah. I'm telling him to turn the hips, I'm like, no, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was great. I forgot I was supposed to post about that today on Instagram. I'll do it tomorrow. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was an amazing experience as well to be working with someone like Sugar Ray, you know. Man, it's funny because every um every boxer kind of has their own style. Because he yeah. apparently never did pads. Yeah, that's right. He, he, never, was, never. he was big on big on the bag work. It's just funny. You've got even even the new boxers these days. They're using those water. What do you call yeah, them? Water pipes. Yeah, the water yeah. balls. Yeah, big on it. Yeah, they they're pretty good though because uh, the. The, you can really whack them, and the, I mean the hard. But I, I, I don't mind the water back. Yeah. I don't mind the water. Mate, have you yeah. heard of the um, our young Aussie coming through, George Cambosis? I don't think so. No. He's, he's a young little. Um, he's a light heavy, not light heavyweight. He's a he's a featherweight, but um, he's he's coming up the ranks, man. He's a tatted up guy. He's fought in the states a couple of times. He's twenty five years old. Oh, nice. Yeah. And he reckons he's he's a couple of fights off Lomachenko. I don't, oh, really? I'm sorry, is Lomachenko's weight? I don't know what that is, but um, yeah, yeah he's off there. So definitely keep an eye out for him. But um, Tone, mate, mate, what's the plans for the future? The plans for the future, well, you want to take this box and burn. What do you want to do with your gyms, man? So I mean, what what are you going to do? We're going to do a license agreement where if you're a gym in Australia or in England or where around America, and you want to add boxing to your to your gym. We're doing a licensing program where you can add a box and burn class to your gym where we provide the workouts, the education, the, the equipment uh, with our supplies like Everlast. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, we provide all, all of that and, uh, and we want to get in as many gyms as, as we can and have an impact on as many people as we can. So with our licensing program, we, that's what we can do. So that's a big project like that, that whiteboard there. That's all, all, all work for, for that. We were going to announce this the week that the coronavirus hit, and on we were going to announce it on a big Ursa event on the fifteenth of um, of March. But the gyms got closed down, the event got cancelled. It was a big trade show. 
So we're going to we plan on that, you know, still plan on that. It's a licensing program. And uh, yeah, we want to be a household name in, in, in fitness. I really do. Like a, like a Les Mills. Have you heard of Les Mills? Yeah, Les Mills, yeah. Yeah, like a Les Mills. You want to be the, Les, the boxing version of Les Mills type. You know? So that's what we're working on right now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going good. Well, it's awesome, man. Well, man, you, your Instagram is unbelievable, bro. Your content. Thank you. You know, yeah. you get a lot of, so. I get a lot, a lot of business, a lot of connections. Did you hear me through, hear me through Instagram? Yeah, man. I, I heard about you from uh, Jay Faruja. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Instagram gets a, you get a lot of connections through Instagram if you're doing it right. And if you're a fitness professional, you really need to be on Instagram. You really need to be doing Instagram right, not posting pictures of your dogs and cats and all that. You need to be trying to grow it and grow your following, you know. And I, we talk about this on our education course where we where we teach people boxing. We also teach them how to use social media correctly to grow your brand, to get um, to get more clients, and by and that's by using social media by trying to educate people on social media, and that's all I've done. All I've done for the last two years is give people free educational content on Instagram. Now my followings blew up, and now I announce a course about any, just about anywhere in the world, and there's someone there who at least knows someone there, you know. Yeah. yeah. By giving everything away for free, it's, it comes back and, and, it, and it pays for itself ten times over. Definitely. I think it's just trusting in the law of reciprocity. You know, giving. And then knowing it's going to come back, mate, if it's not like two years in 10 years. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. That's the thing what, what people uh, don't do. They're not patient enough. They want it now. They want to do five posts to give them value and then like try to sell. Gary, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary yeah, he's got a book called Jab, Jab, Right Hook. I mean, give, 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 then ask. It should be a thousand jabs, then a right hook, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's but that that's it. Give, 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 give. Build the relationship, build the trust, and then not even ask, and then mention, then mention, and then people's like, well, this guy's legit. Yeah, I, I want to come and do a course with him or work with him. You know. Yeah, man, actually, actually, I did a podcast with um, David Meltzer a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you know David Meltzer. He's, he's right. to Gary V. Right. He's big yeah. in the sports marketing agency in in America, and he said. He's got this thing where he trades $100 bills for $20 bills. He goes, before I ask for anything, I'm given $100. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah. And it, and it always comes back. Man, and he jumped yeah. on. Boy, he's going all day. Our podcast was 20 minutes, and then he's just like bang, 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 doing his free yeah. lives. Similar to Gary Vee. He does like insane three-hour three live videos every day. Yes, man. I had, I had Gary Vee on my podcast, and it was like a... Uh, it was like a, a 15 minute episode and I just imagine him with his headphones on in the back of a taxi like yeah yeah doing the podcast you know because he's just non-stop getting his name out and I, and I love it and it's, it's inspiring there's another guy from Australia who I was in contact with Karen is he called Karen or someone Karen uh, oh, I can't remember but uh, oh, oh Kerwin Kerwin Ray yeah him man he's yeah. got yeah he's, he's going well He's blew up. I was in touch with him as well. We were supposed to meet up last time I was in Australia, but we never did. Uh, but again, social media, with social media and doing the right stuff on social media, you get these contacts and it just goes and it just helps. It helps with, with business. It really does. 
That's know? a huge connection, man. Yeah. Like uh, Jay Frugia, who you heard me from. No, he came to the gym, actually. He wasn't one. But uh, but I've been on Jay's podcast twice now. Uh, but uh, and, and, and helping people on his podcast, talking about social media. And, and that connection there has went huge. Obviously, meeting you. Now I'm going to come and meet you next time I'm in Australia. Uh, so it's with social media it's and podcast it's, it's like a networking user is networking and meeting new people and then someone might hear of me from being on your episode then they'll follow me on social media then they'll see all my value i'm giving and then three months down the line they might buy one of my packages and then that's how it works you know that's how it works it's funny how it goes man my coach jason phillips he's he's pretty good mates with jay Faruja. And, um, man, I was consuming his content on YouTube, Instagram. We got in touch on Instagram. And then he was just giving me value. And I go, bro, I want you to coach me. Yeah. And he didn't pitch me once, but because he kept giving, I go, fuck, I need to repay this guy, man. Because yeah. I, I hate taking, man. And I think people get that. When you keep giving, 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 they're like, man, I want to pay this guy. How can I help you? Right. Yeah, that... So I, I, that's all I've been doing, giving, giving, giving. Then on the bottom, on, on my posts lately, probably my last 10 posts on Instagram, I've just mentioned at the bottom, by the way, if you're interested in my package, click the link in the bio. And I've, and I've done all right. I've done all right through that. You know, just through, just through mentioning and not trying to sell. You've got to ask, bro. You know, man, especially yeah. you, when you give that much, you know, because, man, yeah. me, myself, my problem has always been asking. Like, I'm right. easy with giving, but receiving... Yeah, it's not, I don't know, man. It's 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 hard for me. So that's one thing that I'm kind of like. It's okay to ask. You know what I mean? When you yeah, give definitely, yeah. As long as you're giving the value. If you if you're throwing loads of right hooks and just asking, 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 you look a bit desperate. But if you're giving, 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 then ask. You know, that's when that's when good things will happen. Definitely, Tane. Now, yeah. brother, just signing off, man. What have you got to All say right, for, the, for the business owner up and coming? You know, a guy wants to get started in his own business or wants to do a bit of boxing. Yeah, if you want to start your own business, you've got you've got to just do it. You've got to take the leap and try. You know, what's the worst that can happen? You can fail. You know, you only live once. So you need to make the most of it. That's what I really believe, make the most of it. And try not to get too distracted on, try not to think too much about what can go wrong. You know, think about what can go right and stay positive. That's... That's a big thing after I'm just staying positive all the time. It's all that, that positive attitude. And then look for look for mentors, like you said. You've got Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jason Phillips, right? Jason Phillips, uh, yeah. Yeah. Great like, connection. I'm going to put you guys in touch. Yeah, I've, I'm sure that I've met them before. I want a Bedros Koulian's event, or Bedros Koulian. Bedros, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. Was, I used to be mentored by Bedros too. Oh, you did? Yeah, so I started with Bedros, and then that's how I actually found Jason. He was on. He was on the stage, and then I got hooked onto his um, social media. Yeah, Bedros is a. Yeah, he's been, he's been on my podcast as well. He's a friend of mine, uh, best salesman ever. Oh, <laughs> best <laughs> best it. ever, mate. He can sell. He can sell Santa out of him. He can sell anything. He's best. <laughs> uh, yeah, mate. Uh, it's been good, and I look forward to meeting you. Please keep in touch, mate. Definitely. November, hopefully, I'll be in Australia. So all your Aussie listeners coming. Check out the Boxing Burn Academy. Bro, I'd definitely love to have you, man. Um, man, where can, where can people find you on Instagram? What's your podcast? Yeah, uh, my podcast Box and Life, B-O-X, the letter N, the word life, and then the Instagram's just Tony Jeffries.
you'll find me. Tony. Thanks, thanks mate. I really All appreciate right. it, bro. We'll definitely keep in touch, man. Look nice one, man. See you later. See you, brother. Bye, Bye. mate.